Through a vision conceived 15 years ago, her prison ministry has been reaching out to the inmates, wardens and ex-prisoners of the Polesmore Correctional Institution. Its mission is to deliver effective rehabilitation programs, equipping inmates for life outside prison, and to reduce reoffending. Ex-Polesmore inmate Jonathan Clayton and his wife Jenny are the founders and leaders of the ministry. The prison ministry is very personal because of my incarceration. That I can tell them all the time, I know how you feel, I know what you're going through, but I also know that there is hope for you. I went to visit Jonathan because I heard from mutual friends how many people that knew him was rejecting him. And for me, I just felt that God reaches out to those who are rejected, who are broken, and that God still loved him. And that is why I wanted to get to him to tell him that God still loves you. God still has a plan for your life if you will reach out to God. God used something as negative as a prison sentence to really mold him and make him to not only bring us into a ministry but also to bring us into a marriage. Locked up in a prison is a lot of broken people. That is why we are passionate in working with those incarcerated because unless someone is going to walk a road with them in bringing them from brokenness to wholeness, they will continue to act out of brokenness. The ministry has a support centre and administration offices on the Polesmore Correctional Services property. The Hope Prison Ministry team is made up of 15 full-time workers and about 200 volunteers, making it the largest of its kind in Southern Africa. The Workers of Hope represent a wonderful cultural and evangelical denominational diversity. Four ex-inmates are involved on a daily basis and several others on the volunteer teams. Hope Prison Ministry has over 10 different areas of service. The team's day starts early with a string of devotionals to the different sections within Polesmore. It is very exciting for me to drive to the prison, to be here 7 o'clock, to minister to the guards, some of them who looked after me about 18 years ago. We stand amazed for the favor that we do have in the Department of Correctional Services. Most of the time people doesn't understand our working and our circumstances. But when hope ministry, because they are with us in a daily in a daily basis, they understand our difficulties. And when they come and preach here, it revives us because they really understand what we are really going through. Posmo is so fortunate to have them in our midst. Particularly for myself, I'm so blessed, you know, to have them in the in the management area and where we share, then I will have also an opportunity for them to minister to me personally. And it's something that is not known outside there. They are not understanding where this area commissioner is getting his energy and of which is true amid people like Pastor Clayton and his wife. Every first Thursday in the month is an awesome experience where we have up to 29 different churches represented coming in and up to about 200 and in excess of 200 people we've had already coming in with the sole purpose to pray 
for pulls, you know, to pray for those incarcerated, to pray for the management and the staff of Pulsmore. And we have experienced awesome, awesome miracles where people have committed their lives to God. The prayer walks are complemented by annual tower prayer sessions where intercessors look out over the prison and pray through the night for the offenders, the victims, wardens and the community and country struggling under the weight of crime. Her prison ministry also runs educational programs focusing on literacy, numeric and life skills to sentence older juvenile boys as well as Bible way and theological education by extension courses for the men. And to come alongside these young men, especially our juvenile boys, and to give them some skill development and education and training, reading and writing, that excites them and us when we see them develop spiritually and also from an educational point of view. I think of all the people in the world, the prisoners recognize their problems much more so than the people outside. So this is a place where they can respond very positively to the presence of God and the indwelling spirit. Jenny and her team of committed ladies offer the women's section times of worship and Bible study, evangelism, discipleship and counseling. A lot of the women in the prison are very, very hurt. A lot of them come out of abusive relationships. Many of them in prison are rejected by their husbands and family once they are incarcerated. And it's in this context that you still have to share the love of God, which is very challenging. When someone is so hurting and hurt leads to anger and so angry and so frustrated and so lonely, that you still have to say, God loves you. The whole prison ministry is important to me because when I came to Polesmore, um, they were the first spiritual family that I met here. I was quite scared to come to Polesmore, but I received such a warm welcome. When I came to prison, I didn't have a purpose. I didn't have vision. I didn't have, I didn't have anything. I didn't have a life. It was like I was dead. Adopter cell leaders reach out daily to juvenile boys awaiting trial through devotions, sports and crafts. We go in in the morning and have a quiet time, a devotional time with, with the boys. We relate with them and sit with them, spend time with them, where most of, of daddies haven't spent time with them. Why do I love the boys? <laughs> um, because God, God gave me another chance. God has called us to be, to be souls. And I am standing here because of the seed that was, that was, that was sown into my seed. It is very rewarding for me to be here because I see a lot of change in some of the boys. Some of them, they see the mother figure when they saw me. They see me and take me as their mother. Some of them, they left it at home because uh, most of them are from the streets and they are from the broken homes. I'm just here basically to try and minister into their lives, to teach them who they are, to try and fix some of those foundational things in their lives that are so destroyed and uh, just bring hope to them. Then I found hope, ministry, and I um, saw that this, there's really people who care for you. It's 
I don't say it's my heart to give my heart to Jesus, but I know that time will come. I don't want to be like the guy I was uh, in the past because I want to change my I want to look forward. I've I've made my way to now. Because I've I've given all to you. There is hope. People can be changed. And only God is the one who is in the business of changing people's hearts. Her prison ministry partners with ambassadors in sport to mentor the juveniles through various outdoor activities, teaching teamwork and discipline, as well as creating lasting friendship and trust. Gifted inmates have formed a musical band to lead praise and worship before various ministry programs at the Medium B facility. Their involvement and commitment to God significantly inspires their fellow inmates. Each intensive week-long restorative justice program focuses on repairing the damage caused by crime to relationships between the offender and their family, communities and victims by enabling the inmate to take responsibility for his or her crime. First, we bring under the attention the hurt, the pain and the anger that they left people in. Today we're going to look at responsibility and confession. The restorative justice program for me was a real eye-opener for me because at the beginning I knew nothing of victims and people getting hurt, families and stuff. I just thought it was me and the deceased in my case. I just thought it was about the two of us, but the restorative justice opened my eyes on every aspect of crime. The whole concept of turning around, turning my back on that wicked ways, Prior to me doing the Restorative Justice course with Hope Ministries, it was like, I, to me it was, I don't owe anybody anything. I'm in prison, I'm doing my time. So, you know, that was my attitude. But when I started with the, the, the team, it was like, I got this whole new picture of what I did and how it affects people's lives. Actually, it, it destroys lives. And I never realized just the depth of, of, of my crime. The most important part for, of the program for me was the end of the Sunday when we meet, when I meet with a deceased mother. And uh, meeting with her, seeing how she was in pain and by tears and she couldn't speak. And just to reconcile with her, to find a peace with her. And in my case, she forgave me. And that was for me very, very important to have closure with her. I was able to stand there and, and apologize, ask forgiveness from my mom, from my family. And just once again, realizing that God has forgiven me and that now I'm able to freely stand in front of people and tell them I'm here because I smuggled cocaine into our country. Forgive me. Forgive me for what I've done, for ruining lives, for destroying people. And this course, it did help me a lot to be open. Even a person say, you come from prison, you're a prisoner. Yes, I'm a prisoner if you call me a prisoner. But I know inside I'm free. God makes me free. Now we, we did take part as a family in the restorative of justice, um, in the service that they held there. And uh, from my point of view, and or should I say the family's point of view, now it was, it was greater. 
and even yet home we could see the difference what my mother what she'd learned there she's applying at home it changes really a person's life it makes you new person you will Then our one-to-one counseling, it is there that we can build up a relationship with people that did not trust others before and to share with them and to listen to them and to come alongside them. That is where we experience many times breakthroughs. The impact of her prison ministry does not end at release. They also reach out to ex-offenders through support groups referrals to churches, home visits and telephone counselling. When the ex-prisoner goes back into society, they, the, the, the community or the churches do put a mark on him because of what he did. He's, he's, he's not easily acceptable into the community. And, and, and to overcome that, it's going to take some time for us to educate the community and to, 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 to let them understand that the person that came out he has changed, he has rehabilitated, he has accepted the Lord Jesus Christ into his life. It is the ministry's side-by-side -side implementation of the social and spiritual gospel that has a lasting impact on all it touches. I can actually love myself. I never had that opportunity before. I have hope in Christ. I can see a better future. For me, at the beginning it was very humiliating to end up in a place like this. But um, after realizing what I did and why I am here, I almost look at it like as a blessing because yeah, I've changed a lot. There's, there's no words to describe how grateful I am to the ministry, to Hope Ministries. God has given me hope. He has given me, He's brought peace into my life. He's given me dreams. He's given me something to look forward to. And so we would like to see this impact but even further our country as more people's lives are transformed by the power of God that is the only way we crime can be reduced when we come into prison realizing the evil crimes that was committed meeting up with these people we see a face we see a person made in the image of God when people come and admit their wrong, that come with remorse, turning to God, seeking forgiveness, and be reconciled to God through His Son, Jesus Christ. That's the people that excites us and let us come back over and over again. It is amazing how many inmates that accepted the Lord in their lives experience freedom in Christ behind bars. The hope in prison ministry is when rejected ones realize that there is acceptance from God's side, that there is acceptance from God's children. Many of them experience rejection. Now to hear according to Romans 8, that there is no more condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. That gives hope to the hopeless.
I would have to say that in all the years of my ministry, there have been few things that have challenged me, given me so much passion and vision as the privilege of chairing the board of her prison ministry. And we'd like to invite you today to partner with us in this ministry, to consider praying for us and becoming an intercessor that will undergird this ministry in prayer. But more than that, we'd like to ask if you would prayerfully consider becoming a financial supporter of this work so that we'll see this ministry grow into the years ahead, so that we'll have the joy of seeing what you have already seen something of, more and more people in prison and their families experiencing transformation as they're set free by the power of the gospel of Christ. His blood, your freedom, His blood, your freedom.